Okay, let's start our discussion. Parshas Vo'eschanan, Tavshin Ayin Gimel, Shabbos Nachamu, Tavshin Ayin Gimel, Be'ed Hashem, this should be a Shana of Nechama, a time period of Nechama for all of Klal Yisrael. We'll start off with a couple of uh, short, sharp, creative ideas, and then later get into some uh, deeper and lengthier thoughts. We'll start off with a one-liner. Perech Hei, Pasich Zayin. Torah tells us in... The repeat of Maimed Har Sinai. Of course, we have the Aserah Sedibras repeated again in in this week's parsha. But in the end of Parakeh, towards the end, we have Moshe Rabbeinu repeating the uh, laws of Har Sinai before the Torah was given and after the Torah was given. And afterwards, the Torah says, "Lech emar lahem shuvu lochem laalechem." Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu to tell them, "Shuvu lochem." Now they could go back to their to their tents. What does that mean? Shuvu lochem laalechem. That is a hint. That is a remez, they can, they can go back to their wives now, husbands and wives, even though before uh, Harsinai, they were poresh from each other. Says of Sarutskin, isn't it interesting that when there was the tzivui given originally, it says explicitly, al tikshu elisha, without leaving anything to be to be uh, left for for lack of clarity. And here, shuvu lochem aleichem, you know, go back to your tents, and there is a, a remez given, and it's not explicit. Says Azayim LaTorah, when it comes to Isurim, the Torah has to be explicit. Or generally, we need uh, explication. When it comes to Heterim, we'll find the Heter. You know, even if it's just Beremes, we'll find the Heter. Says Azayim LaTorah, source number one. Royal is Bonain. Shah Heter no my Beremes. La Alechem. Yes, Beremes first. I'll take you Alicia. But they shall Heter yesh ozen kasheves. Vilev maven ramazim. I didn't understand. I didn't know it was Asr. I didn't know it didn't mean that. Halavai nishma Halavai. It should be listened to when it is when it is literal and explicit. Okay, that gets us started. Uh, Rav Sarutskin, obviously the message being that we should have our ears open as much for the isurim as we do for the heterim, as much for the chumras as we do for the kulas. Okay. Beginning the parsha, Vo'eschanan el Hashem, Vo'esa Hilemar. As we know, Moshe Rabbeinu was davening, is pleading for for the ability to go into Eretz Yisrael. He wanted to go in to perform the mitzvahs, and the Medrash says on the second pasuk, Moshe Rabbeinu pleads and says, Hashem alokim atachilosa. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the third pasuk, Ebranav era. Let me go in and see the Eretz Atova Shevever Hayartin, Ebrana. Says the Medrash, and this is one of those Midrashim that are considered a Medrash plea. What does one have to do with the other? Isab and Medrash, source number two, Huva ben Megala Amukos, Ebrana Osios, Rebelazar ben Azariah. The letters Ebra could be stand for Rashi Tevis, Rebelazar ben Azariah, if you get the hay at the end. Right, so Maha Kesher, how are we supposed to understand Ebrana? With Rav Lazar ben Azariah, what is the connection between the two? Says the Chanukah Satora, the Rebbe of Heshel, the Rebbe of the Shach and the Taz. Says the Chanukah Satora, V'yesh Levair, Alpima de Isa, de Moshe Bikesh, Lios Nishar Chai, 
Moshe would have done anything to stay alive. The Midrashim and Parshas of Zos HaBracha talk about it. He pleads with Hashem, please, let me be a bird. Let me be a, a, a flaw. Let me be anything. I just want to go in in any way, shape, or form. So Moshe was ready, as we learned a couple weeks ago. Moshe knew that he was going to have to pass the baton. He was going to give the torch of leadership over to Yeshua ben Nun. So he is even willing to take a demotion. Okay, you want Yeshua to be the leader? So let him be the leader. I don't care. Just let me go in. It doesn't matter. Right? Oh, it's Yeshua's time. I'm not allowed to be leader anymore. My time's finished. Okay, fine. Let him take over. The Rebbe is ready to be the Talmud. Let me just be private person. I'll learn. I'll mind my own business. You know, I'll be the the um, no the ex. I'll be the emeritus. I'll be the rabbeinu emeritus of Klal Yisrael. And Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, "Sorry, Malin Maridin. You can't go down like a Kohen Gadol. Once a Kohen Gadol, always a Kohen Gadol. You can't go back if the Kohen Gadol gets becomes tummy right before your kipper and another one takes his place. So when the original Kohen comes back, the Kohen that substituted, he's stuck. He's in limbo for the rest of his life. He can't be a Kohen Hedyot anymore because once he was a Kohen Gadol, you're always a Kohen Gadol. Malin Bakodesh Velo Moritin. So Kadosh Baruch Hu says you can't go down once you're a Melech. Once you're the King Moshe Rabbeinu, then you can't you can't go down. Continuing on line six, the You're not only want to be a nasi, but even a, you're, you have the status of a melech. Right? If you want to right, demote yourself and allow yourself to be the assistant, it's not going to work. But now, says with the Rebbe of Heshel, Charifus. No, Moshe had a good claim. Why? What's the raya? We've mentioned many times the famous story of Elazar and Azariah in Masechus Brachas. I think we mentioned this a few weeks ago. The Shalom de Bisu. Remember the the entourage of rabbis come after Rabbi Gamliel was demoted and said to Rabbi Elazar and Azariah, "Do you want to be our Do you want to be our chief rabbi?" And he asks his wife, and and she says, "Do you really want to do it? Maybe they'll fire you." Vichulu. He grows a white beard overnight, and he becomes the Nasi. But the end of the story is not as famous. We usually end the first part because that's what Haggadah says. But at the end of the story, Rabbi Gamliel was reinstated. They say he, he has the tshuva, he had beg mechila from Rabbi Yoshua, and he was reinstated. The problem is Rabbi Yoshua was already appointed. And the Gemara says, Malam Bakodesh, he can't do nothing. So what they do? They brought Rabbi Gamliel back, and Rabbi Yoshua also stayed as an assistant. Rabbi Gamliel gave shear three times a month, and Rabbi Yoshua gave shear once a month. Every month at four weeks, every Shabbos, every week was a different a different Rav. So he was demoted, and he had been the Nasi, and he stayed. The Heshiva Demomavrlah, we have the whole story. Line fourteen. The after Khazina de la Basov Darish Obeshabasos. Vuhu Shabbasachas. Here it says two and one. Imkeno riduoso. Ella al Karhaksorachlo Marda Dinhu Kiva Chinishaloksas Kadusha Lomikri Horada. Everyone what does Moshe say? Revelazim and Azariah. Moshe is alluding to the future Tana that he was, look, Malin Bakodesh, and yet, as long as he gave Shir once a week, he was still, he was, a, he was a vice, and it still worked. Moshe's like, let me do it. Let me do it too. Let Yeshua be the one. In came Lefizah, Moshe, Rabbeinu, all of Hashanah, Taina Me'ula. 
Moshe had a good taina. A little demotion is not a demotion as long as he retains some power. That was Moshe Rabbeinu's taina. Evrana. The only problem was Hashem didn't accept it. Hashem didn't accept it. <laughs> Moshe Rabbeinu tried to use the claim. Maybe it's different. Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't just a Nasi. Moshe was the head of the of Melech. Maybe that's different than a Nasi. But either way, that's the Medrash in on Ebrana, says the Chanukah Satar. Okay. A couple of Klayakers coming up. A couple of Klayakers. One I think we mentioned in a different context and one we have mentioned in, um, in a, not in a previous context. We'll start with Perak Dalit Pasik Tes. Perak Dalit Pasik Tes, the Torah tells us, Raki Shamar Lecha, Ushmar Nashcha, Ma'od, Pentishkach, Zadvam, Asharoe, Necha. Be very careful, lest you forget anything that your eyes have seen. Ufen Yasir, Bavacha, Koyamecha, Yecha. And let your heart not be turned all your life. Let your children know about the experience of Harsinai. According to the Ramban, this is a mitzvah saseh da'araisa of remembering the experience of Harsinai. We fulfill it by saying, every morning, So we can't forget, Pentishkach es says the Klayakar in source number three. We can't forget any part of Torah. If we forget, Hashem will also forget. Says the Klayakar, a little gematria. A little gematria, but it's based on Chazal. Second paragraph. Let me give you a precious hint, a precious remez about the Pasuk, about Pentishkach. And what is that? I already wrote the numbers in, if you could see. If you look at the gematria of Zachar and Shachach, Zachar is 227. Shachach is 328. The difference between them? Kuf Aleph. 101 between them. If you want to get rid of Shechacha, Yachzar alimudo la kuf alef pa'amim a hundred and one times. Every time you do another chazara, you remove one from the shachach until you get all the way down a hundred and one less, till you get to zachar, until you get to two twenty seven. Ubahem yifchos min mispar shachach mispar kuf alef vishayer min shachach mila zachar. And from shachach you get to zachar. The magic of the Hebrew language. And from then on, once I learn it 101 times, like the Gemara tells us in Masechus Chagiga, it will be there forever. The Kar of Lishmoa, and it's even possible, probable, says the Klayakar. The Malach that is appointed on memory. His name is Zachor. V'yeshla Rechav Zayin Kochos. It has 227 Kochos. Yosem and Amalach Shal Azikar. Sorry. V'yeshla Nimsa. Again, Kabbalistically talking. Sheishla Kuf Alef Kochos. Yosem and Amalach Shal Zikaron. The Malach of forgetting. One might say that doesn't really, if one understands it a little on a more nigle level. The power of Shichicha and the power of Zikaron, the Malachim 
The way to remove that power, the way to overcome that power, is by chazare, is by review. That is why one must review 101 times, every time we're machlish, we weaken the kawach of shichacha. Even that we know many people, not so maybe not so many people, but we know some people that, that remember everything, remember everything. And it's not because they have a photographic memory, but it's because they review and they review and they put in hard work. And every time we review, it becomes engraved. Chakuk alibeinu. We work hard on the, in, in Torah and it becomes chakuk, becomes engraved on our hearts. And in that way, it will remain with us in a state of zikaron. So the difference between zachor and shachach is 101. And the klayakar ends off vizeh remez Yakar. I think this is a precious hint, in my view, says the Klayakar about a Yakar thought. The other thought of the Klayakar, once it's open, is a little bit later. If we look in same parak, parak Dalit, Pasig Mem Aleph. Again, this entire parak is going through Moshe Rabbeinu giving the history of Klal Yisrael. Towards the end of the parak, Moshe Rabbeinu says, at Shlishi, the event that already took place at the end of Matos Mase, but Moshe Rabbeinu is here. He separated the three cities, the Are Miklat, Mizrach HaShamesh, Lanushama Rotzeach, so that every Rotzeach Peshoge can run there and be protected. Ask the Klayakar, what does these Psukim, what does the Parsha of Are Miklat have to do with the immediately prior Psukim? Moshe Rabbeinu first is Repeating, Maimon Har Sinai, Ataharei Saladas, Ki Hashem Uelokim Movado, you saw HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you heard HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he will drive out all the nations from Eretz Yisrael for you, Pasuk Lametes, V'yadata hayom ha-shivo selavavecha, Ki Hashem Uelokim, Ba-shalem imam, V'yalars mitachas enod. The Pasuk we say at the end of Aleinu, You shall know that Hashem is your God, V'shamartas, Chukavitz mitzvosav, Asher anochi mitzavcha yom, You shall keep all the commandments that I command you, Asher yitav lecha ulovanecha acharecha, That will eventually be good for you and for your children, Ulamahantarach yamim alo adama, And that you have arichas yamim, Right into... Ari Miklat. So he has the Klayakar. What is the fact of keeping all the mitzvos and that it will be good for me and for my children? How does that fit and segue straight into the parsha of Ari Miklat? That's his question. Source number four. B'kishar pasak zeh minyana kodem. Yatsuah mefarshim lokot velo matzu biur maspik. Many Mepharshim have struggled, have literally gone out to gather in the field and they've come back without any harvest. They've come back without enough of an explanation that I am satisfied with. Umahu Lashon Uz. And there's even a connector word. Uz Yavdil Moshe. What's Uz? Uz is really saying it's connected to the previous. Not just the Hekish, but the word itself. So what does our Miklat have to do with the previous Pesukim? V'yata hate Uznecha Ushama. Turn your ear. says... Rebbe Shlomo Ephraim Lenshitz in Prague in the 1500s, late 1500s, early 1600s, and listen. Ki matzinu, sheha adam maschil b'mitzvah, afalpi she'ene yecholo lavo lide gemaro yado. A person always has to start mitzvos, even if there's no way that one would finish them. Even though in the natural realm, b'derechateva, there's no way that I'm going to finish this project. There's no way I'm going to finish this sefer. It doesn't matter, just start it. 
do it. Right? We don't believe in the saying, in the adage, why start if you won't be able to finish? We don't believe in that. Judaism says, start even if you won't finish. Lo alecha hamlacha ligmar. Where do we see that from? Kamosha Matzina, but David, like David Amalach, what did he do? He knew Hashem told him he wasn't building the base of Migdash. But what did he do? He bought the land for the base of Migdash. He sanctified the earth, the Gemara tells us. He was Makadish the Ritzpa. He did everything he could for the base of Migdash, and then he passed it on to his son. He wasn't going to just let Shlomo do everything. He wasn't going to finish it anyway. He knows to the base Hashem Zav. I got some raw materials ready. It says both in Melachim and in Divrei Hayamim that he wasn't going in Shmuel and in Divrei Hayamim he wasn't going to be able to build it. Even though he knew. Even though he wasn't going to be able to finish the job, he did what he could. Derek Marshall, I'll even give you a Marshall, says the Klayakar. Ish Zakain, similar stories in the Gemara. Ish Zakain Hanotea Elon, Le Esrik Shal Mitzvah, a man is planting an Esrik tree. Planting an Esrik tree. Afapi, how long is it going to take the Esrik tree to grow? And he's an old man. Afapi, Shu Yodea Be'emes, Shal Yuchalabulide Mitzvazu. Even though he knows he won't be able to use this tree. For the esrog, for the mitzvah, his children can. And he plants so that his children can harvest the fruit. This comes up in so many contexts and so many different ways in our lives. We could start and our children could finish. That's the shot of the Pasik. Right beforehand, what did it say here? Do the mitzvah. And for your children. What does that mean? If a mitzvah comes to your to your um, possibility of doing, do it, even though it won't be finished, even though it won't be able to continue and complete any project. Do it. Whether it could be good for you, meaning you could finish it. That's how you read the Pasuk. Where do you see this from? Uz. Uz Yavdil Moshe. As we know, we've mentioned Moshe Rabbeinu. He set, set aside three Ari Miklat, even though the Gemara tells us, and Moshe knew that they wouldn't be collate, they wouldn't be have that mida of protection until all six were set aside, until Moshe, until Yoshua Benun finished the job. Moshe says, Mitzvah Shabaliyad Yakaimena. I have the mitzvah, I'm going to do what I can. That's the Russian Oz. Moshe Rabbeinu is teaching them this message, the previous Pasik of, Do all the mitzvahs that I'm commanding to you. Whether it will be good for you and you can finish it. Or it won't be good for you, but it will be good for your children. And you want to know the proof to that? Oz Yavdil Moshe. Moshe set aside the R.A. Miklat and V'chein Yasu. And from that, you need to learn for all time. But what does it say right after that? Right after the section of Ari Mikla, the next five sukkim later, Vizos HaTorah Asher Moshe Lefnei B'nei Yisrael. This is the Torah that Moshe set us in, and presented in front of B'nei Yisrael. Which Torah? 
So we say that by Hagba, but Vizosa Torah, this is the Torah, the message of doing what we can, even if we can't finish it, we do what we can. And maybe that's even hinted to in the fact that when we say Hagba, we, we, we bow or we point, whatever Aminag is, and we say that's the Torah. We don't see the whole Torah there, only a few columns are open. It's only a little section, it's not the whole Torah. Maybe that's also, that's the message of the context. The Zosa Torah, the message of a little bit, you don't have to finish. Just do everything that you could do. That's the message that Moshe taught B'nai Yisrael. Okay. Moving right along. Parakei. Parakei. Pasachafei. We get back to the Meshachachma. What happens, if you remember, again, the entire Vaischanan here is reviewing. Maimon Arsinai. Karavata Pasachav Dalid. What happens? B'nai Yisrael say, we can't do it. Moshe. You know, we can't, we can't hear it from, from, from Hashem. You have to talk to us. Last week we spoke about how when Moshe offered judges, B'nai Yisrael should have said, no, 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 we want to hear it from you. But here B'nai Yisrael are not faulted. B'nai Yisrael said, Moshe, we're going to die if we keep hearing it from God. You tell us. You talk to us. You talk to us. You teach us. And we'll hear it, then we'll do it. And what happens? Vayishma Hashem is called Evrechem. Hashem heard. Vedaberchem Eloi. Vayamar Hashem Eloi. Hashem told me, yes, I understand. And Shamati is called Divrei Ha'amazer Shedibrei Lecha. I heard everything that the Am said to you. Heitivu kol asher dibeiru. It's good. Heitivu. Everything they said is good. Should listen. And me itain. As long as they halavai, they should have Yeres Hashem all their lives. But that's the part that we're going to focus on. Heitivu. It's good, it's good what they said, that they want to hear it from, from you, Moshe Rabbeinu. Says the Meshachachma, first quoting a Medrash. The Medrash in Vayikra, on this passage of Hetivu, plays on the word Hetivu. Hetivu here means Hetivu, it's good, but Hetivu also has an affinity with the word Hatava. Where does Hatava come up? It comes up there in Vayikra. Chad Amar, source number five, hat kahatavas haneros, like the hatava, like the cleaning out of the wicks of the menorah. After the menorah went, uh, the lights went out. Then they cleaned out the wicks every day. The chad Amar kahatavas haktoris, and others say it's referring to, it's connected to the hatava, the cleaning out and the burning of the ktoris, the special incense that was burned on the mizbeach haktoris inside the heichal. The question is, obviously, maybe a second Medrash Pliya that we have tonight. Right? Moshe, it's good what they say, that they shall listen to you and not to me directly. What does that have to do with the Atavas HaMenorah and Atavas HaKtores? Says the Meshachach. Adding on one other question that he'll answer later. But one other question. We know the Rambam tells us, based on the Gemara, B'makam Shaba'ali Tshuva Omdin Ain't Tzadig Tzikim Gemurim Yecholon La'amotcham. Ba'ali Tshuva could stand in places where tzaddikim gemurim cannot stand. There are a number of chazals like this. But we know there's also a concept of a tzaddik gemur. Right? Yitzchak Avinu was a tzaddik ben tzaddik compared to Rivka. There is a concept of a tzaddik gemur being greater than a baal also. So when is a tzaddik gemur greater? When is a baal greater? So says the Meshachachma. Ha-kavana, line two. This is what I think the Pasuk means. 
De'aim ta'anu. What was behind B'nai Yisrael's claim? We don't want to hear it straight from Hashem. So on the surface, it's, you know, it's scary. It's scary to hear from the divine. And what does the Medrash say? That every time they heard the Aseris Adibras, they died and they had Tchis HaMesim, the Gemara tells us in Shabbos. So, that's on the surface, they were scared. But maybe there's a deeper idea, says the Meshachachma. Tehem Tanu, behind their claim was, isn't the purpose of life to have Bechira Chavshis and to overcome? Ta'atachlis hua Bechira. Life's about free choice and making the right decisions. If a person was forced, was mochrach, based on his understanding, his kiyim, his mitzvos, you know, aren't as valuable and aren't as meaningful because after all, he has to do it if there's no Bechira Chavshis. That was behind. So, Hashem, if we hear from you, there's no Bechira. It's period, it's finished. Let us hear it from Moshe. And in that way, it won't be from the infinite. It won't be from you, Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And then, if we do mitzvahs, then we'll really be fulfilling your will. And that's kavalem arkegigis. That's the meshachachmas pshat of what kavalem arkegigis is. That there was such clarity, a vision that if they would have had the entire experience of Maimon Arsinai, that forevermore they wouldn't have bechira chavshis. They heard the beginning. At that moment, it was as if they were forced. It was so clear to them. Look at the Meshachachma there in, in Yisro and Mishpatim. Lachain im Yishmu mipinavi az bechira. So Bnei Yisrael really were saying, let us hear it from the Navi, and we will then be Baalei bechira, and we will be able to overcome and serve you. And that would be a perfect servant, wouldn't it? That HaKadosh Baruch Hu accepts. Just parenthetically, there are, excuse me, there are a number of Achronim that say that was the chait of Adam and Chava. Adam said, isn't it better to know and then overcome? And that was a tragic chait. Either that was, some Akronim say that was a chait. But either way, here the Meshachachim is suggesting that this was their kavan. And Akronim Baruch Hu was satisfied. Akronim Baruch Hu says, fine. That's part one. But now, part two. Vihine line ten. Al ta'avas ha'chomer ha'yoser pela. There are different types of averos, says the Meshachachma. There are Gashmi Averos and there are Sichli Averos. There are Averos, most Averos, that have to do with our bodies, our animalistic side. And then there are the Sichli Averos that have to do with Emuna and Avarazara Vachulu. Says the Meshachachma, when it comes to the Gashmi Averos, most Averos, the physical Averos, the greater level is to what we would call somebody who is Moshe Yitzro, the goal of life to be, is to be in the physical world, overcome, overpower, and channel it all to Avodah Hashem. With Bechirish Chavshis, we have the struggle and we overcome. That's by most Averos. We want to eat the non-kosher food. We want to be involved in this physical physical uh, activity. We want to wear the shotness, whatever it is. But we overcome, because that's what Hashem says. In that regard... Bali Tshuva the Gomer. And we all should be Bali Tshuva in this regard to overcome the physical desires. But when it comes to the intellectual realm, when it comes to philosophical and theological truths, there, any type of machshava against what we believe is pogame. We could think to deep, and we could study to deepen our emuna, but never to question our emuna, and never to doubt our emuna, 
Ein kelokeinu first, like Rabbi Yisrael Salanter said, and then mi kelokeinu. First we have a base, and any type of studying cannot be for questioning or doubting, but it could just be for deepening. Because once there's a little tinge of a doubt of a suffix, so that already is very hard to ever be wiped out. That's what the Gemara says in Kedushin, because it's just the thought. The thought is already what what is so dangerous and pernicious. And in that realm, when it comes to the intellectual realm, the theological realm, so then it's better to be a tzaddik me'ula, to study to a deeper in our appreciation, but never to be proven or to be convinced. Says the Meshachach, but what do we say so far? Part one. B'nai Yisrael said, we want Bechirah Chavshis, we want to hear from Moshe Rabbeinu, not from you. Part two, there are two different types of Averos. When it comes to the Gashmi Averos, then it's better to be the Balchuva to overcome our Taivas. When it comes to the intellectual, theological issues, no, then we have to be a Tzadik Ma'ula, we can't have any questions um, that would shake the bedrock of our faith, just to deepen our faith, but not to shake the bedrock. Now, says the Meshachachma, part three, to answer our questions. Hashem says to Moshe, it's good, it's good. The Meshach says, Heitivu is referring to the Menorah and the Ketores. What does that mean? The Ketores, as we know, Vihine line seven in the middle, Bahatavas HaKetores, Chelbana Rechara. The Chelbana, with the, oh, the, 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 uh, Terrible odor of the chelbana. And yet it's one of the 11 spices. Why? Because when it comes in and it's misachid with the other spices, the other spices overcome and channel it in the right way. That the ketores is symbolic of the first types of averos. Hatava. Hatava to, to overcome. Ulanatzea koach hatayva b'muturlo shehu mitzvah. Come up here, Yivarivya, v'achilasudas mitzvah, b'shabas v'yantav, to take the physical. To have nekama for nikmas Hashem b'chayot se'bozeh. Hatavas haneros. What happens with the candles? We clean it out totally before we put in the new wicks and the new fuel. Hare desarach l'salik ha'psilo v'ashemen Put new in. Take out the old. V'chein and the menorah, as we know, symbolizes seichel, symbolizes Torah. Harotalahachim yadrim. You want to dream about the menorah that'll get you chachma. V'tzarech l'buli hisha'er shum dinyon kozev. V'hatav b'seichel v'shem safik b'das. Nothing. No, no, no idea. Nothing theologically questionable can be be allowed. So when Hakadosh Baruch Hu says a tivakolasher di beiru, it's an allusion to these two hatavas, the hatavas haneros and hatavas haktaras. And Hakadosh Baruch Hu is saying, in one realm, I think bechira and overcoming is greater, but not in the other realm. Us finishing up, you bechirasam the hisgabram laavodas Hashem kemetivi haktaras. Two different avodos that we have in the two different areas of challenge that we are given by HaKadosh Baruch. That's the Meshachachma telling us what a Medrash is trying to tell us. Okay, let's talk about a Pasuk that we say twice a day and what we're supposed to be thinking about it. Because we say it so many times, we should focus the most maybe the maybe the most important pasuk that we say every single day, and that of course is Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu Shabbat the first pasuk of Shema that is by Shishi in Parshas Boaz Chanan. What does it mean, Hashem Echad? Hashem Echad. This is one of the six mitzvahs Tmidios, as we know, one of the mitzvahs Tmidios of uh, 
every second of our life, as the Sefer Chinuch says, the Tmidios of belief in Hashem and Avodah Zarah and Yichud Hashem, that's this one, Avas Hashem, Yeros Hashem, and Velos Asuru, rounding out the six. But Shema Yisrael, Hashem, Malkin Hashem, Achad. What does Yichud Hashem mean? What are we supposed to think about by Yichud Hashem? Right? What is the Echad? So there are a couple of ideas that we're going to have. Three, specifically. We're going to have one idea about Hashem, one idea about our Am, and one idea about each individual in the Am. First, let's look at Rashi. Rashi and the Svarno talk about a Kaddish Baruch Right? Hashem Echad. What does Hashem Echad mean? What are we supposed to think about by Hashem Echad? As we know, written in the Torah and in the Mezuzah, the Ayin and the Dalit are, Dalis are, are big, aid, we're, we're witness. What are we witness to? Says Rashi, Hashem Shehu Elokeinu Ata Velo Elokei Haumos Hashem who is our God now, but He is not the God of all the other nations. Who Asilios Hashem Echad? There will become a day that Hakadosh Baruch Hu will be the God and the Savior, the recognized Savior of all the nations. Shenei Marki Yaza Efoch Elamim Safabura. According to the pasuk in Svania. And one day he will be Echad. So every day, according to Rashi, when we say Hashem Echad, that's what we have to think about. Hashem Echad, Hashem, who now is only our God, one day will be Echad. Will be, That's Rashi. If you look in the Svarno, Svarno also says, it's something describing HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and this is a mitzvah every, not only when we say Shema, it's every second of our life according to the Chinuch. This is one of the six mitzvahs to Midios. So when we're just standing, waiting for a bus, waiting for a train, we're not doing anything, think about HaKadosh Baruch Hu for a minute. Says the Svarno, source number six, Hisbonein v'havein zeh. Think about this. Hashem, Hanosein mitziusu borei. Hashem, who is the creator, who creates reality, Elokeinu, who nivchar shebanivdalim etzleinu. He is separate and unique, and cordoned off. Ashemimenu nikavel lasik chavtenu b'liem sa'i. He is who we pray and daven and ask and beseech without an intermediary. That's Elokeinu. Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem. He is the one that creates reality. Elokeinu. He is our God. We have a direct connection to Him. That's what we have to think about. And since he is the all-powerful one, the only one who's powerful, he is the one that we serve. Okay, because he is the only one that can really answer our tefillah, so it makes sense to only daven to him. That's the first two phrases in Shema. Hashem Elokeinu. Hashem, we have a separate, specific, direct connection. But now we have the last one. Hashem Echad. So what is Echad? Says the Sfarno different from Rashi. Not Echad. He's our, our Hashem now. And in the future, everybody will recognize that who he will be Echad. No, says the Sfarno right now. Echad is right now. Ubiyoso nosin hamitziyus. Achar afisus muchlat. Since he is the one that creates the reality, his ba'er, it is clear he is unique in his character. There's no other being that is in God's league. We can't even say the words. We can't even fathom 
v'shehu nivdal b'min mitzius olam anifsadim. And the Svarno was about to say, he is, we will use the word above, for lack of a better word, but it doesn't really mean above in quantitative space, that he is above, but in terms of qualitative type of being, Kodesh is above the three, not the other three, because he's not the fourth, the three levels of Nivra'im, of creations, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is above and different than those. Capital D. And what are the three? That's us. The world of reality that is nifsad over time, wears out. Everything in this world wears out. Eventually, people wear out. Clothing wears out. Stones wear out. Everything, trees, over time. It might take thousands of years, but this is the olam hanifsad, the physical world. That's the lowest level. Umi mitzias olam galim. The next level up. The sun doesn't wear out. The sun and the moon and the stars. That's the next level up. The galgalim. And then the next level up. Umi mitzias olam hamalachim. The angels. We know they're not physical. That's the next world. Again, not quantitatively up, but the next qualitative leap. Ba'ofan shehu yachid He is yachid in the fourth category, but it really is the one category. The Zenira, that's the Echad. The Echad is that he is alone in type of being. He's not even a being. We can only, as we as we know, we can only describe Hashem by what he's not, not by what he is. So he is not from the Olam HaNifsad. He's not from the Olam HaGalgalim. He's not from the Olam HaMolachim. So he's not those three. So he's Echad. He's Echad besides that. And he says, That's also alluded to the into, alluded in the Dallas, the last letter in Echad being big, because he's Echad in the fourth category. And the Ayin, which is big in Shema, you put the Ayin with the Dallas. So we have to open, first of all, just the Ayin, open our eyes to recognize. To recognize this, not only to see the re'iyah of seeing, but the re'iyah of understanding, and we have to be witness to the fact that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is achad in this way. And we have to spend time studying this. Not like, like the Meshachachma said, not studying it in order to get answers. And if we don't get the answers, we will not believe, but in order to study it to deepen what we already believe. And that's what it says in Brachos, because realize what the Dallas means. So, hopefully we learned something tonight. What are we supposed to think about when we say Hashem twice, when we say Shema twice a day? Hashem Echad, Hashem is Echad, that we think what's going to be in the future, and we daven so hard, we daven deeply, that every nation should recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because most nations of the world, if you deny Am Yisrael, you deny HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Everyone who wants to, to wipe the Jews off the planet, right? They don't recognize. We have to daven, Hashem Echad, Hashem, one day will be Echad for everyone. And the Svarno, focusing on the last letter in Echad, and that is above the other three levels of being, the three levels of being, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is alone in his in his realm. Part one. That's Echad describing HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Part two, let's focus on Shema, the Pasuk, as related to our nation. 
Who are the first people to make this statement? First person, first people. Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokein Hashem Echad. So we know it from a Gemara and Pesachim. It was the Shvatim. Shvatim were the first ones to say Shema. They didn't really say Shema. They said Shema without the first two words. Let's read the Gemara and Pesachim. Adav Nun Vav Amun Aleph. Says the Gemara. Kedadarish Reb Shimon Ben Lakish. Source number seven. To Amar Reb Shimon Ben Lakish. Vayikra Yaakov Abanov. Yaakov called to his sons in Parshas Vayechi. Vayomeh Hey Asu Vyagida Lachem. I'm going to tell you now what's going to be. Ba'achris Hayamim. Bikish Yaakov Legalos Lebanov Kates Hayamim. Yaakov wanted to be Megala the Kates to his children. We find a number of times in Jewish history that someone wanted to be Megala the Kates. No. Kodesh Baruch Hu was not interested. Kodesh Baruch Hu removed the Shechina. And Yaakov realizes that his special Ruach HaKodesh, Hashra's Shechina, all of a sudden was removed. And he doesn't know why. I want to tell them, but all of a sudden, Omar, Maybe amongst my children, there is, there's a sour grape. Maybe amongst my children, there's someone who, who is going off. Ka'abraham, shi'asimenu Yishmael, v'yavi Yitzchak, shi'asimenu Esav. Like Avram, like my father Yitzchak. Just a parenthetical ha'ara. He doesn't say, like, zakeni Avraham and avi Yitzchak. He just says Avraham and avi Yitzchak. As if by his father, he has to have proper covenant. He's not allowed to call him by his name. So he says, avi Yitzchak. Mashi'enke by Avraham, he just says Avraham. Is that a remez? Does that play into the uh, halacha of kavod for a grandfather versus a father? Interesting halacha discussion discussed in Yaradeya and Hilchos Kibbutz of the Aim. Either way, so the Gemara says Avram and Yitzchak, their children were imperfect. Avram had a Yishmael, Yitzchak had an Esav. Amru Lobanov, his the Shvatim are standing there around his bed, and they say, "No, Shema Yisrael, listen, Yisrael." They're calling him Yisrael. That also might play. Why are they calling him Yaakov? Maybe because they can't call him by his given name because that would not be B'chavot. They call him Yisrael. There might be other reasons. But Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. No, we believe. Nothing to worry about. Amru, Kishem She'en Belibcha Ela Echad, Kach Ein Belibbeinu Ela Echad. Just like you in your heart only have one God, Kodesh Baruch Hu, so do we. Yaakov hears this and says, Baruch Shem Kavod Malchuso Blesses HaKadosh Baruch Hu forever and ever. That's the story. Based on that, so you see, we see the first ones to say the Pasuk in our Parsha. Not the whole Pasuk. Shema Yisrael, or the whole Pasuk, not meant always as a Pasuk. We say Shema Yisrael, The Gemara just, I gave it to you, just finishes off. So what do we do today? If you look in our Parsha, there's no Baruch Shem. Right? There's only Shema Yisrael. So we're only quoting the Shvatim, we're not quoting Yaakov Avinu. So Amri, Rabbanan, the Rabbanan themselves, when they were being misakin, which part of Shema must we say to fulfill the mitzvah? Hechin Evid, what should we do? No, Mruhu, should we say Barak Shem, Lo Amr Moshe Rabbeinu, look at Veschanan. Barak Shem is not there. Lo Nomru, to leave it out, Amr Yaakov. Yaakov said it, we know from the Misora. So we say it quietly. It's Pshara. How many times is there pshara in halacha? So the mezuzahs, pshara, machlokas, rashitosvis, horizontal verticals, we put a diagonal. This is another pshara. Pshara, we say quietly to be yotze, both Moshe Rabbeinu and, and Yaakov Avinu. So the first time these words were recited as an am, as a group, were by the Shvatim. Says the Aznayim Latara, says Rav Sarotskin. On the next page.
after quoting this Gemara that we know from Mesechus Psachim. Line 15. From then until today, Right? From the day that we are born, from the beginning of our lives to the end of our lives, this is the Pasuk. The Ad is one of the first Pesachim we learn as a young child and could could be the last Pasuk, Rabbi Akiva's last Pasuk, at the end of our lives. The Nasila Oz Videgem Shalamunas Yisrael. It is the Oz, it is the identity, the idea of a Jew. Visham, Mikan, right, this is the identity, like one of the, the, uh, the story that is told of one of the Rabbanim that went into the, a, uh, a house of, of, uh, after World War II, and he suspected that there were some Jewish children that were taken there from before the war. But even though the proprietors of the, of the inn, of the house, say, no, 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 they were not Jewish, they are not Jewish. And he got all the children together, and all of a sudden, he started saying, Shema Yisrael, and he saw there were a number of kids that automatically put their hand up to their eyes. He said, they're coming with me. Because Shema is something, the Girs of the Yankasah. It's, it's from when we're born all the way until Anev Asrim. Mikan, that's our ID. Mikan, me'amiris ha-shvatim. From the time that the Shvatim said it, Zachu Yisrael ha-kabalos ha-machu shamayim. They were zochet to that acceptance of the yoke. V'lo od el ha-shafilu atta acharei she-gava Yisrael ponim shivtekal b'shazkri ha-shma Yisrael avim shma Yisrael even today. Avinu b'mars ha-chpelim. We're talking to Yaakov still. We're saying we still believe. We're still together. Right, others say Yisrael is talking to our fellow Jews. But says Azayim Torah, we're talking to Yaakov Avinu. Just like the Shvatim, we're talking to Yaakov Avinu. We are here too. We all have the same belief. Skip down a couple of lines. The Yaakov of name Meso, where it's underlined, Dog La'achtus Yisrael. Upen Yispardu Banav He was not only worried about their belief, Ben Adam HaMakom. He was worried about their belief, Ben Adam HaChaveru, just like Avram had two nations. And Yitzchak had two nations. Maybe I'm going to have 12 nations. They said, no, we are together. We are connected. Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. That belief holds us together and and keeps our identity connected. So, part one, we discuss what does the Echad mean? What are we supposed to think about when it comes to Shema? But on a deeper level, says the Azayim Torah, this Shema keeps the Jewish people together. Keeps every Jew, has the same starting point and the same ending point. Shema Yisrael, when they are young. Shema Yisrael, when they are, when they are older. And then we have a third idea. Not about the nation, but about what Yichur Hashem means. There is a beautiful sefer, it's put out, the six constant mitzvos. And in Yichur Hashem, the author discusses, so, what Lamaisa? Lamaisa, what does it mean to me? Okay, during Shema, I can think what we just said. Rashi, the Svarno. But Lamaisa, how do I fulfill the mitzvah in my daily life of Yichud Hashem? And the way he says it should change our whole outlook on so many situations in our life. He writes on the left side. People often remark on page four now. I cannot learn today because I caught the flu. I planned to dive in Mincha with a minion, but my child got sick and I had to take him to the doctor. I wanted to come on time to the daf, but my car wouldn't start. Such statements are usually accompanied with, what a shame. I wanted to serve Hashem, but the circumstances of my life prevented me from doing so. I was going to serve you, Hashem, but uh, it's out of my control. 
That's not Yichud Hashem. Yichud Hashem means Hashem is the only source of everything that happens to me in life. If you think there are forces of opposition preventing you from growing, Hashem wants me to serve Him, but you know what happened? My car couldn't start. Who made your car not start? There are no forces of opposition. Colds, sick children, car trouble come from Hashem, and they were created to bring you closer to Hashem, no less than your sitter or your Gemara. Yes, there are certain avodos that, ha- that we do in shul, when we daven, when we learn, but there are other avodos that we do when we're in bed with the being sick or in the waiting room of a doctor's office with your child. There are aspects of our personality that will be refined when we learn how to deal with the frustration of a car that will not start. We're serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the base medrash. We serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu sitting in traffic. Each one is a different situation that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is presenting in front of us. That's Yichud Hashem. I'm in my life that everything comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's how we have to view everything in life. And he writes, allowing for change, he writes a couple of lines later, we must be aware, however, that we are not in control of our lives. We may find that our efforts are being hampered from time to time. Or we may find that our plans are entirely impossible to implement. If we do not master Yichud Hashem, we'll become frustrated. We can't do it. What's happening? I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. Who is making me not be able to do it? Of course, there are sometimes obstacles that we must overcome. But true setbacks are there from HaKadosh Baruch Hu too. And we just have to try our best in to fitting everything into God's plans. And then he says, fascinatingly, on the next page, how he puts it, part of Yichud Hashem then is to make sure that your plans are not too clearly defined. If I plan, I have to realize that might not be God's plans. And we can't view it as, I had a plan, but something came up. We have to view it as, oh, I didn't realize Hashem had this plan for me. That's how we have to view our lives. When you set a milestone, realize that you may have to adjust it. Yichud Hashem means Hashem communicates with you constantly and He may redirect you by using the infinite methods at His disposal to foil your plans. Don't allow your plans to become so sacred. If I can't do it, I'm throwing it all away. Nothing. Right? And you don't feel like a failure if everything does not go according to plan. Don't come, and here's the key line, I should have underlined it. Don't come before Hashem and say, here are my plans, this is where I am going, and this is the date I plan to get there. Please help me. Realize that this is His world, that all the obstacles come from Him, and be ready to adjust your plans accordingly. Really, He has a plan, and as much as my plan fits into His plan, that's what I have to do. But if it doesn't, I have to be able to be flexible enough to realize that it's all Yichud Hashem. And this is wonderful and amazing and great to talk about in the Shir and to listen to when we say correct and we're all shaking our heads. We have to have that, that uh, attitude. Halavai, Kodesh Baruch Hu should give us the Chachma to be able to actually implement that when it comes up in the situation, items that out are out of our control. Okay, one last thought for the evening. Actually, three last thoughts, which are really one last thought. Pasuk Zayin, Zion, Pasuk Beis, the end of the parsha, we had a mitzvah shir about this. Let's look at the mitzvah shir. The Isra of Lo Sechanim. It's two words, Perak Zion, Pasuk Beis. The last two words in the Pasuk, Lo Sechanim. What does that mean? Hard word to translate. You see the word chinam in there, free. What does Lo Sechanim mean? Chazal tell us three different shatim, and they're all 
Halacha Lamaisa. Lo Sachan in the three Pshatim, Rashi quotes two of them, interestingly, not three. Number one, Lo Sitim Lohem Chain, Asur Lo Adam Lomar Kamen We should not compliment a Kusi. However, one translates Kusi. Shouldn't be complimenting and, and flattering a Kusi. Certain type of non Jew. Dabarachair, or Lo Sitim Chanaya Ba'aretz. You can't sell a portion of land in Eretz Yisrael to a non-Jew. Lo sitin l'chanayi ba'aretz, right? Major part of the discussion of the heter mechira. Lo sachanim. Don't give them chanayi ba'karka. Okay, number two. For some reason, Rashi leaves out. Not for now. Feel free to look at the Mepharshim on Rashi. There's a third chazal. You look at the Rabbeinu Bachai. He quotes all three. Rabbeinu Bachai in source number ten. Milazu darsha razal aponim rabim. This is a defining Rabbeinu Bachai. It's a take-home. Milashen chayin, milashen chanaya, umilashen chinam. Chazal darshan is three ways: chayin, chanaya, chinam. Milvab shutosh, milashen chanina. Kiilu amar lo tachun osam. So lo sachane means chayin. Don't give them chayin. Don't show them favor. Don't flatter them. That's one. Lo titen lahem chayin. Number two, don't give them chanaya, an encampment, a place to settle. To two, and also number three. Says the um, Rabbi Nabachai, he quotes the third line seven, Lo Sachanim, Lo Titim Lahem Matnas Chinam. Don't give him something for free. You can't give a present for free to a Kusi. What does that mean? Halacha Lamaisa, we're not going into the Halacha Lamaisa right now. But all we're pointing out is that this word, Lo Sachanim, Chazal Darshin, Chinam, Chain, and Chanaya. Three words. Vlamadnu Mikan says Rabbi Nabachai, here's the Yesod for the evening. Kamagodo Kawacha Torah. Shahina Dreshas Lakama Ta'amim. How great and powerful is the Torah. That one word can mean so many things. Adsha Afilu Teva Achatimis Pareshas Lakam and Yanamofia Nikud. You switch around the Nikudos a little bit, you get to a different meaning, a different shot. Upehisno Eyaha Nikud Tisno Eyaha Teva. As the nikud changes, the word changes. Ki ha-osios hain ha-guf nikud hu ha-nefesh. The osios are the physical body. The nikud makes up the soul. And that is why, says Rabbeinu Bachai, for all those Bali Kriya out there that sometimes get frustrated and wonder, I wish there could be nikudos in the Torah. There can't be nikudos in the Torah. Because that would limit it. That would define the guf. And wouldn't give the koach of the neshama to be able to spread its wings. Even though the pshuto shel mikra says one thing, you switch around the nekudos, it means something else. That was the koach of Hakadosh Baruch Hu in the Torah. This is only could only have been written by a divine author. And he says, look what I wrote earlier. By Vimkacha Ato Seli. He says we have to look. He says we have to look. So we look in Parshas Baloscha in Source 11. Rabbeinu Bachai there says the same exact thing. Kibimkacha At Oseli. At is spelled without the hey. Instead of Ata. So you read it, you read it as Ata or as At. Lashen Nekeva. 
Moshe Tasha's Kocho Kinekeva, again, darshaning based on the word, even without focusing on the Nekudos. So there again he says, the Osios that are not Menukad, Sovlos Kama Kavanos, Umeschalkos Lakamenitsotos. There are so many sparks, so many understandings that we can have. And one could even suggest that this was the terrible tragedy of the Septuagint. As we know on Asar Bateves, we have three reasons we fast. We fast, we're still in Yud Ba'av, right? We fast on Asar Bateves, number one, for the walls being surrounded, number two, for the death of Ezra HaSofer, on the ninth of Teves, but also on the eighth of Teves, for the Septuagint, the Torah being translated into Greek. What was so bad about that? That's a tragedy, yes, because we lost all the magic. No more letters without with with Nico, no more goof in the shaman, it's just a goof. Now it's just a goof, it's, it's just a pshat. You, there's no more in the in there, it's a corpse. When the Torah is translated, it's just a corpse. You just see what's in front of you. There's no more there's no more nefesh there, and that was so terrible. Halachalamaisa, we even pass in this way. Shulchan Aruch says in Yeridea, if we put Nikudos in a Sefer Torah, it's possible. Unlike a Megillah. Megillah Sesser has different halachas. But a Sefer Torah, Sefer HaMenukad, Puzzle. The Ephilu has Sirimenu. Even if you remove the Nikun afterwards. V'davka Jehavsuk video, he continues. That's Rabbeinu Bachai. Just one other Rishon slash Achron on the border who says the similar idea, it's the Radvaz. The Radvaz, again, you're not going to get a better Lashon than the Rabbeinu Bachai's, the Osios or the Gufos. And the Nekudos are the Nefesh and the Neshama, but a very similar idea. Says the Radvaz discussing discussing the Gemara Mesech Shabbos. Many are familiar with the question. Remember the Malachim didn't want Moshe Rabbeinu to come down with the Torah. No, no, we want to keep it. Hashem says, Moshe, you tell them, hold on to my Kisiyah covered. So Moshe says, Lo Sertzach, Lo Sinach, did you go out of Mitzrayim? It doesn't apply to you. So the famous question on the Gemara, what were the Malachim thinking? What was the Havamina, that they're going to keep the Torah? The answer is, as we know, because it didn't say that in the Torah. We understand it with Nikudos, the Nikudos that Hashem gave us for the Pshat. The Malachim said, forget the Pshat. And Amosha tells them, no, you can't forget the Pshat. You have to have the Guf with the Neshama. The Neshama can't be without a Guf. So we have the Guf and we have the Neshama. And that's what the Rebbe says is the Pshat. And he says the same idea in the second half. Of the Tshuva, line 27. If we would be Menaki to say for Torah, Hayilo Gvul Vashir, Kedina Chomashigilatzor, we would be limiting the Torah, we'd be limiting the understandings, and therefore it's left open. That's the godless of the Torah, that's the godless of the divine. Right? What other language could have the same word? But it means so many things based on how it's read. It's the Pshat and the Drash and the Rem and the Remez and the and the and the Sod, everything. That's our Torah. Ashrenu Matov Chalkeinu. Let us be Zochet to understand the Torah on all of its many different levels and all of the facets and the nuances that a Baruch Hu wants us to understand.